0: The Life of Riley, with William Bendix as Riley. When Chester A. Riley and his friend and co-worker Jim Gillis start bragging about their respective sons, Junior and Egbert, the superlatives fly thick and fast. At the moment, Gillis and Riley are walking home from work.
1: All I say, Riley, is... Is did you ever stop to ask yourself What kind of a boy your junior is
2: My junior? Well, he's a boyish type boy Believe
1: me, Riley Your juniors are nothing But look at my Egbert Look at my Egbert
2: Look at my Egbert Well, I've looked at your Egbert And you've got my deepest sympathy (laughs) Calm
1: down, Riley
2: Why should we lose your temper? Well, you're always slighting my junior And it hurts All I mean is, if you want
1: your boy to amount to something, you got to watch him when he's young. Find out what's his talent and nourish him.
2: Why? Why?
1: A delicate flower won't grow unless it's fertilized. Well, my egg bird is a flower, and I'm his fertilizer.
3: (laughs) Well,
2: my junior's got talent, plenty of talent. Oh, yeah? What? Well, uh... They did. Last summer at the beach He swam underwater for five minutes Without coming up for air That's a talent Oh, sure, sure That's a fine talent
1: If you want him to grow up to be a barracuda <laughs> I'm talking a talent for a career Oh Here, here, look at this It's a copy of what they're going to say About my egg bite In the class yearbook
2: What yearbook? Didn't your junior show you his? Well, I can guess why Yeah, well, well, well he, He'll show it to me He probably didn't get this month's yearbook I mean, I guess he forgot. He... Here, take a look. Where? Egg Boy Gillis. Activities,
1: president of the chemistry club. Best subject, chemistry. Prizes, aluminum medal for chemistry. Hobby, chemistry. And guess what it says on the future profession?
2: Streetcar conductor?
1: Streetcar. <laughs> Chemical engineer. Oh. Sure. Chemical engineer. Why, one of these days, Egg Boyd Gillis will be working for the DuPont Corporation. Oh. And who knows? He may marry one of the DuPont girls. Uh, How will I be a proud father when I look up who's who and see my son's
2: name, Egbert DuPont?
3: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah? Well, I've seen my junior swim underwater for eight minutes. He almost drowned it.
1: Face the facts, Riley. Without talent, your son ain't gonna have no future. Boy, will you sound like a dope at the father and son dinner next Monday?
2: What, what, what father and son dinner?
1: Don't your kid tell you nothing? The class is giving a banquet for the boys and their fathers only. But mothers can come too. And every father is going to talk about his kid's future profession. What are you going to say, Riley? What's your boy's future going to be?
2: I'll think of something. Don't, don't worry about me. I'll say that my boy has a future if it takes me a hundred years. <laughs> Junior! Junior, did you find that yearbook?
4: Yeah, Pop, I just found it. Oh, Riley, I don't understand you. For months, you don't show the slightest interest in junior school. Then all of a sudden, Look, you get the... This...
2: you want our boy to have a future, don't you? Well, I want to see his future on paper.
5: Here's the proof, Pop. It was in my briefcase. Oh, let's see that. Oh, here we are.
2: Chester A. Riley, Jr., activities, substitute cheerleader. <laughs>
5: cheerleader. Cheerleader.
2: For this, I spent $50 to take out your tonsils.
5: Gee whiz, Pop. What's da, wrong da, with...
2: da, all right, we let that pass. Let's see what it says about your future profession. Uh, oh, here it is. Future profession. A question mark.
5: <laughs> well, I don't
4: know.
2: What do you mean, you don't know? Oh, be
4: reasonable, Riley. It just means Junior hasn't made up his mind yet. Yeah,
2: well, it's time he did. After all, he's 13, and all he's got on his mind are movies, movies, movies.
4: And when you were 13, what did you have on your mind? Why, when I was 13,
2: I... I... Oh, uh, okay, Peg, I admit I was kind of wild when I was 13, and... <laughs> you were right not to elope with me. But now, now, tell me, Junior, what do you think you'd like to be,
5: huh? Well, gosh, I, I don't know. Well,
2: but there must be some kind of work you'd like to do.
5: Oh, well... Yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind a job like yours, I guess. No. Well, that's fine. that That's just dandy. I, I can
2: just hear the horse laugh I'll get at the school dinner when I get up and say, my son wants to be just like me.
3: <laughs>
2: but, Junior, think. There must be something you feel you'd like to be. Well,
5: I told you yesterday, Pop. I, I just don't know. But
2: you've got to know. What am I going to say at the dinner when they get... Oh, what's the
5: use? I... Junior,
4: dear, why didn't you tell us about this dinner? You forgot what that
5: is. Yeah, I... No, I just didn't think you'd want to go.
2: Well, why shouldn't I want to go? I'm your father, ain't I?
5: You certainly are, dear.
2: Thanks for backing me up, Peg
3: <laughs>
2: Now look, son.
5: Well, excuse me, Pop I got to wash up for supper. Yeah, well, but I want to
2: Oh, Peg, we might as well face it Our boy is a failure It takes some men 50 years to become a failure Junior did it in 13 <laughs> oh.
4: Now it isn't that serious But he's still a baby He's got plenty of time to decide later on When he's in college
2: It's too late then He's got to have talent now if I only knew what it was, I could build it up. Now, 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 now If he wanted to be, let let's say, a, an artist, I'd I'd give him paints to play around with. Or, or if he wanted to be a writer, I'd give him pencils and paper. Or if he wanted to be a banker, I'd give him. I don't want him to be a banker. I...
4: He'll decide when the time comes.
2: You know, Peg, talent runs in families. Maybe Junior, let's see now. Uh... Whoever amounted to anything on my side of the family? Well, let's look at your side of the family.
4: Well, my father had a second cousin who was a great surgeon. No kidding? Yes, Ezra Barker, he was very famous.
2: Hey, maybe Junior takes after him. Oh,
4: don't be silly. Well, why not?
2: Surgery, that could be his talent. Only it's hidden, but I'll find out if it's there.
4: Well, what are you gonna do? Let Junior take out your appendix? Oh,
2: please, now don't be ridiculous. You know I had my appendix out a year ago. But you've still got yours.
3: Riley. <laughs> well, I,
2: I, 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 I mean, I'll think of something. Don't worry, I'll think of something.
5: Oh, this soup was delicious. Nice and tender. Uh, please pass the olives, Pop. Yeah, here, son. Well,
4: here we are. Oh,
5: roast chicken, my favorite dish.
4: Here, you carve, Riley. Yeah, it'll be
5: a pleasure. Here's the carving knife, Pop. Thanks, hey, son. I... Uh... Wait a minute. Uh... What's the matter? Why are you staring at me, Pop? Peg, look. Look at Junior's fingers. Well, I washed them. No.
2: No, I mean they're so long and slender and delicate.
4: Oh, go on and carve, Riley.
2: No. Junior, you carve. Me?
4: Now, Riley... Now, Peg,
2: I know what I'm doing. Go on, Doctor. Uh... <laughs> uh Junior?
3: Oh,
5: okay, I always wanted a car You did? You see, Peg, I was right Go ahead, grab that scalpel and start operating, Doc (laughs) Okay, nurse, what'll you have, Mom?
4: Oh, I'd like the leg, dear
5: I'll have a wing
4: Take some white meat for yourself, Junior Yeah, okay Well,
5: here goes Uh Uh, uh, uh. Uh, This chicken's tough Why, it (sighs) is not! It's like butter well,
2: Well, Junior, don't tear the leg off like that If that was a human being on that platter, he'd resent it.
5: I guess I'm not very good at this. No, no, no. Don't say that, Doc. You're good. You're good. Here's yours, Mom. Thanks, dear. Here, Pop. Here's the wing. The wing?
2: You call this the wing? Why, this is the... Fine surgeon you turned out to finish.
3: (laughs)
4: Some surgeon, the way he was tearing at that poor chicken. Oh, forget it, will you? That's all you've been harping about for the last hour. I
2: can't forget it. A father's got a duty to his kid. Junior's going to amount to something if I...
4: Where is he, anyway? Oh, now leave him alone. He's in his room reading. Reading? Oh, that. Well, he's got some new book about big game hunting in Africa.
2: No kidding. He's interested in that?
4: <laughs> I guess so. He's had his nose stuck in that book for a week. Well, that's
2: it. A big game hunter. That's what he'll be.
4: Oh, for heaven's sake!
2: That's even better than being a doctor. He'll bring him back alive.
3: <laughs> there's a fortune in
2: it. Oh, stop dreaming! Another Frank Buck. That's a real profession. Just think, Peg. He'll go all over the world, stalking elephants, trapping lions, shooting tigers. You know that takes guts. It takes real courage. Junior! Junior, help. what's the matter? Oh, help. Junior! Junior, why are you standing on a bureau?
3: There's a mouse in my room. <laughs>
2: what a revolting development this is!
1: Well, Randy, did you figure out what you're going to say at the father and son dinner?
2: Well, I, uh, I, I, I ain't sure I'm going, Gillis. Something came up, and I, I oh, I made...
1: I see. Too bad, pal. Well, Well, I got my speech all wrote, and afterwards my Egg is going to perform one of his chemical experiments.
2: Okay, Gillis. Yes, sir, right
1: in front of all them people. Egg will take a test tube, a couple of chemicals, figure out a secret formula, and invent iodine. (laughs) Or
2: maybe bicarbonate of soda. Yeah, I, I guess you were right, Gillis. Junior's got no ambition. He don't show no interest in anything. So
1: what? I wouldn't worry about it. But just to be on the safe side, I'd have the kid's head
2: examined. What? Are you hinting to something wrong with my junior? Oh no 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 nothing like that.
1: But you know kids his age get these here uh, complexes. What I meant was maybe you ought to have him psycho uh, uh, analyzed. You know like in the movies, Gregory Peck lays down on the couch and Ingrid Bergman finds out what's going on in his noodle. <laughs>
2: That's enough, Gillis. I ain't going to stand here and let you insult my junior. You. Okay,
1: okay. Just giving you a friend. There's nothing
2: wrong with my junior. He's just as normal as I am. I'd better have that kid psycho (laughs) Oh,
3: Riley,
4: I'm going over to Mrs. Benny's for a minute. Will you. Riley, what on earth are you doing?
2: I'm reading. Well, what's the matter? Didn't you ever see a guy read a book before?
4: Well, yes, but you haven't touched a book since last summer when you wanted to press that flower. Well, what book is it?
2: Oh, it's just something I picked up in the library. It's... Well, let me
4: see. Oh, don't peg you. Oh, no. an introduction to psychoanalysis by Dr. Sigmund Freud. What do you want with that?
2: Nothing special. I'm just in the mood for a little light reading. That's all. That's <laughs>
4: all. All right, dear. You go right on with your reading. I'll wake you up when I get back.
2: Bye. Uh, where was I? Oh, here. Uh, case Y. Patient was fourteen-year-old boy suffering from complex neuroses during adolescence. Well, Junior's almost fourteen. Let's see now. Chief symptoms: indecision, vaccination, uh, vaccination, sense of inferiority, lack of interest. Oh, that's Junior's case exactly. Analysis revealed basic cause to be an octopus complex and a deep-rooted hatred of his father. Oh, no. He hates me. He hates me. How could he hate me when I'm so (laughs) lovable? However, complete cure was effected by inducing patients to talk freely and frankly admit this father hatred. Once this mental block was removed, Patient became normal and adjusted, and today is outstanding attorney. Imagine that. Just because the kid admitted he hated his father.
5: Junior, come in here. Did you call me, Pop?
2: Yes, I did. Junior, lay down. What? I said lay down over there on the couch.
5: Oh, but I'm not tired. Do as
2: I say. Lay down. Remember, I'm your father.
5: Okay, I'll lie down.
2: Now, now tell me, son, who's your father? My what? Don't get up. Lay there. Now, come on. Who's your father? Where you are Uh-huh Now we're getting somewhere <laughs> Now, uh How do you feel about me, son?
5: How do I feel? Yeah, you hate me, don't you? Who, me? Oh, of course not
2: Come on, come on, admit it Say you
5: hate me But I don't hate you Now, don't be stubborn, Junior Before I'm through with you, you'll hate me
3: <laughs> well, Lemme
5: up, will you pop? You're sitting on me
2: <laughs> No, I ain't getting off you till you're cured Now, come on, talk freely Admit you hate me and you'll make me the happiest man in the world. But I don't hate you, Pop.
4: I love you. You
2: don't love me. You hate me. My
4: goodness, what's all the shouting
2: about? Oh, Peg, we might as well face it. Junior loves me.
3: (laughs) It's a hopeless (laughs) case.
0: now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley.
4: Hello, Peggy. Oh, hello, dear. You're home early.
2: Well, tonight's the school bank, but well, I've got to straighten some things out. Where's Junior?
4: He's in his room. Now, you leave Junior alone, Dr. Freud. He's my boy, too, and I'm not worried about his future.
2: Yeah, but what'll I say at that dinner tonight, do
4: What you always say at dinner, more meat, please.
2: <laughs> but the speech, all the other fathers will make a speech, and I'll be speechless.
4: Oh, so what? Now, go on, get dressed. It's late. I ain't going. You're not goat. No. All right, then, don't go. I'll go alone with Junior. Oh, say, well, hey, Mom,
5: can you let me have two spools of thread and a needle and your scissors?
4: Well, it's in my sewing basket in my room, dear. What do you want it for?
5: Well, I got an idea to make something. Uh,
2: some son I got. Instead of taking chemicals and inventing something, he plays around with needles and thread. Guess we're raising a tailor. Some profession. Well, what's wrong with being a tailor? Why, hey, hey, that's right. There's nothing wrong with it. Only not a tailor, a dress designer. Maybe that's his talent. Oh, now, don't Heck, start it. I in got a feeling this is it, a dress designer. Oh. Why, there's a fortune in it. He'll have a saloon in Paris and a saloon
3: in the... <laughs> <laughs> it's Salon.
2: And just think, when all them young society debutantes come out, they'll come out of his dresses. <laughs> be famous. What a thrill when you and me go to Paris and we look up and we see the big sign with his name, our son, Madam
4: Junior Riley.
3: <laughs> come down to
4: earth, will you? Just because he asked for a needle and thread doesn't mean... No, all... this time I got a hunch. Come on.
2: Let's go see what our little genius is creating. Huh? Riley,
4: I- I've got to finish. No, come on. Myself.
2: This is more important. <laughs> oh, hey, Madam Junior. Wha- huh? Uh, show your mother and me your creation My what? What you made with the needle and thread
5: Oh, no, Now,
2: I... come on, don't be so modest Show us
5: Okay, look Isn't that the most...
2: Is that what you made?
5: What on earth is it?
2: It's a yo-yo <laughs> Our little genius made a yo-yo <laughs> fine son I got. I depend on him and he lets me down. Well, I learned my lesson. This is the last time anybody will ever let me down.
0: I wouldn't be too sure of that. Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker.
3: (laughs) Going my
0: way? Why,
2: I don't know where you're going, Digger.
0: Into the school there, to the father and son dinner. Uh. I'm going to deliver a little eulogy about my son. Marble stone.
3: <laughs>
0: He's already inside, waiting for the services to begin.
2: Uh, you, you've got a fine boy there, Digger. Oh, he
0: adores me. He worships the very ground I work in.
2: Yeah, well, well tell me, Digger, have you found out what his profession is going to be?
0: Ah, yes. I've known ever since he was three years old. One day at the beach, he buried me in the sand. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, but that don't prove nothing. He did buried
0: you? me six feet deep. That's good enough for me):
2: Well, I don't know what's the matter with my junior. He never, never buried me. He's got no interests. Not even a hobby.:
0: Oh, everyone should have a hobby. Now me, I'm an animal man myself. Huh? I love to watch the gophers making their little mounds. Beautiful technique. I love to watch a turtle when it's flat on its back. But best of all, I love to sit near a lily pond and watch the frogs croak. (laughs) But come, Riley, we'll be late for the festivity.
2: No, I I ain't going in. Peg's going with Junior, but I ain't going. I ain't got nothing to say. Riley,
0: I despise cowards. Digger, you
2: really think I ought to go?
0: When Odell says you've got to go, you go. (laughs) Okay. In that case, we'd better be shoveling
3: off.
0: (laughs) And, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with this thought. My 30 years as a teacher and principal have convinced me of the truth of the old saying the boy is father to the man.
4: Oh, the principal's a wonderful speaker, isn't he, Junior?
0: Yeah, he's okay for a principal. Hello, Peg.
4: Riley! I'm so glad you came, dear. Hi, Papa. Here's a chair. Sit down. Yeah.
0: And uh, now we're going to hear from another proud father, Mr. James Madison Gillard. <laughs> Thank you, All oh, right. I,
4: I hope they won't ask me to speak. Don't worry, they, they won't ask you unless you tell them you want to speak. Uh, well, I'm not gonna.
0: <clears throat> Mr.
1: Principal, fellow fathers and mothers, I'm sure we all enjoyed the cute little talk the principal just gave us. But now we come to something interesting. Now, I ain't the kind of a father that likes to boast about his kid. I believe that actions speak louder than words. So now, my son, Eggbite is going to perform a very unusual chemical experiment right before you arrive. Eggweight? Yes, Papa? <laughs> what are you going to invent, son, with your chemical set?
5: Well, I think I'll make some N-A-C-L.
1: You hear that, folks? He's gonna make knuckle.
3: <laughs>
5: oh, Junior, why couldn't you have a knack for making knuckle? Well, N-A-C-L is just sodium chloride table salt. Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead, Edmund. The floor is yours. Oh, well, I'm not quite ready yet, Papa. Oh.
1: Well, while we wait, waiting, we can kill a little time by hearing from one of the other farmers.
2: Eh, eh, oh,
1: oh. How's about my good friend Riley?
2: No, 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 no.
3: Tell, them, no,
2: Tell, them, I can't. Tell us about John Junior's future. No, no, I, I, can't. It's a secret. I, on,
4: I, Riley, say something. Everybody's staring. Well,
2: uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Principal, uh, fellow fathers and fellow mothers.
3: <laughs> well,
2: uh, for a long time now, I've been studying my boy Junior. First, I thought Junior was going to be a and then it turned out that he wasn't going to be that, and, and instead we thought he had talent for, uh, uh... But we found out he really didn't have talent for... Uh, so, we... Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I give you my wife's son, Junior.
3: <laughs> oh, Pop,
2: I don't want to talk. got it. You want me to be disgraced?
3: Papa,
5: I'm ready now. Oh, egg White's ready now. Okay, buddy, well, sit
2: down. Okay.
5: Go ahead, egg White,
2: my dear boy.
5: In this here test tube here, I have some hydrochloric acid here. You hear that,
1: folks? Hydrochloric acid! Go ahead,
5: darling. Now, I take this Bunsen burner here, and heat the contents of this test tube here. Observe how it burns with the... Oh, how the fuck it? exploded! Egway! Anyway. Anyway, let me look at you! Egway, oh. anyway, <laughs> darling, what
1: happened to your eyebrows? Oh, my poor ancient! he
5: lost his eyebrows. Papa, Papa, my hand got burned. Oh, my hand. Is there a doctor in the house? Get a doctor, quick. Well, he'll be all right, Mr. Gillis. I know what to do. Where's the tannic acid? Oh, here. Now, hold out your hand, Egbert. There, there, there. Now, you'll be all right in a minute. Oh, that feels good, Junior. Here, here, stand aside. I'm a doctor. Let me see that hand. I put tannic acid on it, doctor.
0: Oh, good. Exactly what I would have done. That was quick thinking, son. You'll make a fine doctor someday.
2: Peg, he'll make a doctor.
0: I'm going to sue the Board of Education
1: for this.
5: But I'm all right now, Papa. Oh, no,
1: you're not all right. I'm going to sue. There must have been
5: something wrong
1: with that Bunsen burner.
5: I'll sue. That's what I'll do. Well, you can't sue, Mr. Gillis. It was Egbert's own Bunsen burner. The
0: school's not responsible. Yeah, the boy's right, Mr. Gillis. You have no case here. Oh,
5: yeah? What do you know
0: about it? Well, aside from being the principal, I also happen to be a lawyer. A lawyer? Well, we'll see about that. I'm taking this case
5: to court. I'll bet you you lose, Mr. Gillis. I'll bet you five to one. Five to one? Peg, Peg. Well, what's the matter? Now
2: I know what Junior's gonna be. Hey, everybody, listen. I know what my Junior's gonna be. He's gonna be a doctor, a lawyer, and a bookmaker. <laughs> of the way Junior came through tonight. Junior's going to have a great future. Of course he is. Yeah, Junior's okay. You see, we'll be proud of that boy. I'll bet you in ten years he'll be so rich he won't even talk to us. <laughs> oh, we'll be proud of that boy.
3: <laughs>
2: this is Riley, alias William Bendix. Give gladly. Red Cross serves you. In the past year, nearly 400,000 persons were given disaster rehabilitation aid in 46 states, the Districts of Columbia, and Alaska. Red Cross serves you with emergency relief when disaster strikes. Put Red Cross in your budget. Give gladly to the 1948 fund drive. Good night, folks.
0: Mr. Gamble invites you to join us again next week to hear the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Ship. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger Odell is John Brown. The life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. Niles reminding you that for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L, Prel Shampoo. Listen again next week when Prell brings you the life of Riley. And now, stay tuned for Truth or Consequences. Good night.